Hello, everybody, and welcome to our second uh, Call a Safe Point quick save. Uh, I am your host slash co-host, Tully Hodgkinson. And I'm your host slash co-host, Declan Verbencourt. And today is a bit of a special episode. Um, not only is this a, a supplement for what would be a normal episode, but we have our first guest on, uh, and that guest would be my father. Hey, Dad. What's up, fellas? Nothing much, just rising and grinding. <laughs> rising and casting. Oh my god. Uh, but on this on this quick save, we're going to be talking about uh, like what what gaming was like uh, when we were kids, or you know the nostalgia that kind of comes with that. Um, but before we get into that, I think we have something we need to address. Do we? Oh, oh my god, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> what did I walk into? <laughs> so, Nintendo did a direct recently. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they announced the cast for the fucking Mario movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all, why is Chris Pratt Mario? <laughs> because, I don't know, he's. he's why? Uh, he's. a, a man. <laughs> Listen, mom. Okay. Mom tried to convince so, me it was a, it was an okay idea, so I don't know what you're complaining. I about. think it's I think it's all right too. No, I okay. <laughs> Here's the thing: Jack Black is gonna absolutely kill it as Bowser, yep. and Seth Rogen I could see being a solid Donkey Kong. The thing that I take particular issue with, right? Charles Martinet, the voice of fucking Mario <laughs> and Luigi, in is in this movie, and he doesn't voice Mario or Luigi. No, that's pretty we bad. Don't know, we don't know who he's going to voice, but they asked him to be it's in this cameo. movie, but he's like, no, you're not. It's like, it's like, if fucking, it's like if Stan Lee was a self-insert in Spider-Man, and they asked him to be in Spider-Man, but not play Spider-Man. Well, <laughs> like, they, what the, they, what they, the they, fuck? Wait, 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 they do that, though. No, I'm saying like if if Stanley wrote himself to be Spider-Man. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they were like, you can be in Spider-Man, but you don't get to be Spider-Man. Right. You know I mean? Like, can what? we can we go to that universe where Stanley is Spider-Man? That seems like it'd be all right. Yeah, but it's like, but it's like ninety-year-old. <laughs> yeah, oh exactly. Exactly. <laughs> old man. In high school. <laughs> okay. Okay. But Char- Charlie Day as Luigi. Let's go with that. I don't know. The, I don't. I don't like. I don't have enough experience with charlie day so it'll be interesting to see how he does luigi but i, I watched just... most of always sunny charlie day was my favorite i'm actually not sure um he'll do great with <laughs> luigi but we'll see i was gonna say charlie day might be great in always sunny but i swear to fucking god yeah. <laughs> name one time name one time he does a luigi impression in that show well i, I i'm not convinced they're gonna be doing impressions i think they're just gonna be speaking normally chris Pratt will be like just reg- just regular Chris Pratt as Mario. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think Chris, that would be really. Funny. He introduces himself as Chris Pratt too. <laughs> They're gonna shave off Mario's mustache, and he's just gonna be American. He's just gonna be Star Lord. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, I am very skeptical of this movie already, but that that cast announcement was something else. What also, the, uh, they made. <laughs> They made a Japanese Nintendo executive called Chris Pratt cool. <laughs> uh, that's true. <laughs> they were like, he's so cool. Like, what the fuck? Maybe they were just a genuine fan. There was a fucking Hollywood executive off screen or off camera, like holding that guy at gunpoint. They just saw Parks and Rec and they were a big fan. 
he, fucking Chris Pratt is built like Mario in Parks and Rec. So here's a question: What would you do if, because um, Elimination's doing it, they're probably gonna put one minion in there at least. Um, <laughs> but what if what if Illumination <laughs> animates Mario and Luigi as just they look like Chris Pratt and Charlie Day? <laughs> there's like a like there's like a scene in the movie where they start to get realistic. That'd be I don't know. That'd be so weird. No, I'm saying just, their character models aren't Mario and Luigi. They're them. Like oh, like the whole in. movie, they just look like Chris. Yeah, Pratt like like a cartoon. Charlie Day dresses as Mario and Luigi. Yeah, that would that would suck. I think, <laughs> I, think I think I would actually really hate that. I'm pretty yeah, sure. It's, I it, feel like there's nothing that's gonna convince you with Chris Pratt, though. I'm feeling. No matter what we do with it. No, it's it's just, like, I don't know. Because Chris Pratt posted something on his Instagram, like, earlier this week that he's been, quote, working on his Mario impression. Oh, okay. And <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't say what it was. Like, he didn't do the impression. But he, he does say it's a me Mario in just regular Chris Pratt voice. Which oh, my is, God. <laughs> See, that, he's working on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about as close as he'll get to an actual fucking Mario impression. So other than other than you being mortified by this, I haven't seen any other reaction. Is everybody else pretty much is that pretty standard? People are not convinced he'll uh, be good? I, I think it's gonna be good. I, I'm exci- I'm genuinely excited. I think it's not so much that the people think the movie's gonna be bad as it is like why of all people Chris Pratt? <laughs> They wanted some big names in there. That's I mean, that's any movie. And I leave it to Illumination to go for, like, the the big name guys instead of relying on the fact that it's fucking Super Mario, but whatever. I <laughs> genuinely, yeah, genuinely hope that um, it's a one-to-one uh, remake of the original Super Mario Bros. movie. <laughs> but it's like movie. the speed ran version so it's like four minutes long yeah <laughs> they're doing backwards long it's, jumps through the whole thing it's just so hard to picture what a mario movie would be like that's true because it's because the first like, one was trash I it, it, well i mean but that was trash for a whole different reason i don't yeah. think i ever saw the first one. Oh, it's so good i i haven't either but we'll definitely oh we I, have to watch I was telling, it yeah we should just tell the together. other day yeah i was was telling declan the other day that if anything this like the new mario movie that's coming out is a good opportunity to use it as a a uh, a reason to do like a a movie video game movie episode so that'll that'll probably happen in the future yeah i'm just saying that that original mario bros movie sucks so hard but it is my favorite (laughs) movie other than maybe like um, the Lighthouse or something, but that is one of my favorite movies of all time because it sucks so much. I laughed the entire time. Was it the guy? It was who... live action, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, the guy who plays Luigi in that movie, John Leguizamo, commented on this new movie wait, on the cast. Wait, John Leguizamo played Luigi. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to watch this now. <laughs> yeah, now we really gotta discord this. <laughs> Luigi's the younger brother, but he's like he's like hip, and Mario's like a boomer in this movie. So like, yeah. like I'm convinced the, that, that that Luigi is like. Yo, this is so radical, man. It, it, and then Mario's like, shut up, Luigi, you dumbass. <laughs> and then yeah. they, they jump uh, through his 
solid walls like in Mario 64. It's stupid. <laughs> so, John Leguizamo is credited as Luigi Mario that we discussed. Bob Hoskins plays Mario. <laughs> Mario, Mario, Luigi, Mario, and Mario, Luigi, or no, Luigi, Mario. I, I can't remember their... There was a point where they had to g- give ID, and they, they did their full names. It was, it was like... <laughs> They're just names over and over. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. Yeah. Bob Hoskins plays Mario and Dennis Hopper is Bowser. No, Dennis Hopper's in this movie? Oh my god, I have to to Google this now. Yoshi is a literal CGI dinosaur. It's fucking terrible. He's like a velociraptor. (laughs) And Princess Peach is not in this movie, it's only Daisy and Luigi is trying to, like lay the pipe the, ent- the entire time pun not intended <laughs> oh my god is this circle head motherfucker bowser is that what i'm looking at <laughs> yeah he's king koopa yeah, and he looks he looks like the godfather the <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh he's That's like amazing. wears a suit the entire movie it's yeah so he's got like a, some some like red robe on too i think yeah <laughs> yeah it's like a cult leader <laughs> and and Goombas are seven, eight fucking monstrosities, bodyguards. It's fucking insane. Wow. On the Google page, let's see, one, two, three, four, five pictures over in the list of pictures on Google Images. It's Mario and Luigi holding guns. <laughs> oh, wait. They're just like, they're strapped. They, wait, they, I completely forgot. Like, they do have they guns. Look like fucking, they look like bazookas. Yeah. Like they're going to fucking, like they're going to storm Normandy and take out Bowser. Oh man. And I, I can't remember. I, I think the, the whole premise is that like, um, there's fungus growing everywhere and that's supposed to be toad, but they're not able to talk. So there's no toad and they find, a like a super mushroom and then they become badass I don't, it's really weird i'm gonna send i'm gonna send a picture of a screenshot from this fucking movie to the discord it's so fucking ridiculous it's ridiculous Is something about a de- the descendants of dinosaurs are in this or something yeah <laughs> that's incredible i can't believe i've not seen that. <laughs> what is Declan, can you explain to me what those two things are in the back? Those are the Goombas. Why are their heads so small? <laughs> Don't you? They're like seven, they're built eight. like they're built like brick shit houses, but their heads are fucking golf balls. Uh, that's a bazooka, but it's meant to look like the uh, the the rocket launcher from the Super Nintendo thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. It looks like a like a bazooka you'd find in like a worms game. <laughs> Uh, Worms is a good game, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Worms is a game that we should cover, but probably more like a se- series thing. Yeah, Worms is fucking great. Either way, we've been talking about the old Mario movie for longer than the actual Mario movie that's coming out. And I think the old Mario movie deserves far more attention than the new one. Because it's hilarious. At this particular moment. At, at least, okay, here's my thought. At least they got some some like character there. They tried they didn't go directly for the video game thing they they went for oh it's mario let's let's give it some let's let's do what we can with what we have and not make it weird and i yeah i think it worked out for them but people say it's trash and i think it's great i think it's amazing it's, i don't know so i guess it all depends good. on if this is the kind of movie that tries to take itself seriously there's no i i don't remember it being serious it's got like that 
that 90s like attitude in it like the <laughs> which is exactly what mario is all about bro kind of <laughs> no not really <laughs> but yeah it's a great movie we should watch it <laughs> we really do this looks fucking ridiculous anyway we should probably get into the actual uh yeah. talk <laughs> we should probably talk about the thing we came here to talk about yeah. today so um nostalgia in gaming childhood experiences um should we start off with the uh with the most seasoned veteran here yeah well i i imagine uh i i think that would be me at this point but oh okay well i just mean like the most uh, years under their belt yeah the most games I seen at mean, launch though. Dad, what was your uh, what was your gaming experience like growing up? Uh, I, I well, let me let me set the mood here for the podcast. So I'm I'm sipping on a beer. Okay. okay. It's got okay. it's got uh, it's pixelated. Mom got it for me, so I didn't pick this out. It's pixelated. It's got a unicorn breathing okay. fire. A cat <laughs> a cat is riding this unicorn, mm-hmm. and it's okay. called Fantasy Victory. So I feel like this is the perfect beer to be sipping. Oh, and I'm also in the basement in my underwear. So it makes sense. <laughs> Good thing this isn't a video that, podcast. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's what gaming. That is what gaming was like as kids. Yep. Minus the beer, it's sitting in your basement in your underwear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With no women in sight. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're not a gamer, dude. You're, you are not a gamer. No, I'm not about to. <laughs> I'm not gonna. <laughs> um, Pizzagate this stuff. I'm not, oh, I'm not gonna... Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 no. wait, wait, wait. What? All right, let's not, get not this, let's get this back on track here. <laughs> I, I I thought it'd be funny if I just slipped in something that wasn't exactly what Gamergate is what I was going for. But, but I thought it'd be more shocking to say Pizzagate. <laughs> yeah, because there's a huge difference between white old or fucking like cringy ass white dudes on the internet being shitty to women versus literal like child porn scandals. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was one of the original dudes. That pizza was gators. Sh- that was shitty to women on the internet. <laughs> or a pizza gator. Yeah. You can't accuse my dad of being a fucking child sex trafficker on the internet. I was kidding. I was well, kidding. I didn't mean. Well, that. Tully, now's the time. You explain how your childhood was. <laughs> I, I, I must have blocked that out, dude. I saw it, dude. Whatever I came over, she was wild. This sucks. Yeah, you could, but, you, yeah. could you could definitely cut all this out, right? Do I need to clap again? <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't, I, oh boy. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, no one, so, no one was part of PizzaGate. Let's yeah, let's so, get back into this. So, so the PizzaGate is not real. I was thinking about oh, this, oh. and the the very first video game i think i ever played or at least the very first one i remember is we got a commodore 64 in probably oh like gosh. probably like 1985 86 somewhere in there mm-hmm. and i played the fucking shit out of rat race i loved rat race it was amazing um and it was the game was hidden or the computer that we got because it was a or, whatever keyboard device and then there was a monitor you could connect it to a tv or a monitor we had the monitor Mm-hmm. But it was in my parents' room, so I couldn't play it whenever I wanted. I have to, I had to get like permission, and so it was like always this exotic, you know. As I was thinking about this, 
most of my early game memories are just like feelings. I don't remember the game itself. I don't remember, you know, about much about Nintendo or any of that stuff. But I do remember, you know, just that that feeling you get from it was just joyous. Like I just remember Rat Race was amazing. I was probably like eight years old, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I completely understand what you mean. <clears throat> Funny story, quick. I was literally just watching a video on Commodore 64 right before <laughs> we entered this call. I was there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> They're going over it like it's an ancient device. It is. It was. <laughs> Five discs in tow. At the time when we got it, I was pissed because I didn't get an Atari. That's what I wanted, right? Everyone, mm. the, co- the cool system, quote unquote, was an Atari. But um, mm-hmm. but we got a Commodore 64 Anybody that I knew that had a video game had had a system had an Atari of some sort, and we had a Commodore 64, and I had to explain what the hell it was because nobody knew what the hell any of this shit was back in the day. But I loved mm-hmm. it; it was amazing. Well, couldn't you access um, the actual internet on that too? Uh, not when not the way we had it hooked up. That's for oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think you might be onto something, Declan. I think there was... I don't know if it was built into the Commodore, but I think eventually, like, they might have... They did something with it. I think you could access, like, whatever rudimentary internet... Probably not even the internet, just use it as a regular computer in the 80s. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I do I do remember... Because, I mean, that's essentially what it was, right? Is It yeah. was just, like... It was just very, like, hyper-specialized computer. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was, like, a gaming... Uh, or, no, it was a computer first, and a... Uh, gaming thing second. Yeah, because you that's... you could save and load floppy disks and stuff. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. that you know my parents probably used it for, you know, porn. doing the, doing TS. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah ex- exactly right. My mom's big into porn. My mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? But I'm sure they used it for like uh, budgeting and whatever you know, managing the the business funds and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I you know, I'm sure yeah. that's why we got it. I'm, Especially since it was in their room. They didn't get it for me to play Rat Race. That's just... Yeah, I was going to say, this little, like, little shithead eight-year-old you trying to play fucking Rat Race while your parents are doing their taxes and shit. <laughs> Any other uh, gaming experiences? Uh, another... Well, I also played Zork a lot as a kid, which was the first text-based video game, I believe. Oh, mm-hmm. oh! I, I I played. Okay, I played that at. Uh, it was one of those things in school, uh, where there were like a handful of games you could play that were like around the uh, the firewall that they blocked out mm-hmm. games, and uh, the second version of that is the one that I got to play. So yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So like, enter you're in a room or whatever. You know, what do you do next? And you kind of mm-hmm. and and I was pretty young when I first played. And my older brother Donnie was really good at the game, and mm-hmm. I was always I was always pissed because he could beat the game, and I could barely get out of the first room most of the time. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I I am not surprised Donnie could <laughs> beat Zork. Yep, yep. <laughs> that seems like exactly what Donnie would do. But that's that's another memory I have is he he was super into video games too, um, and he always had you know as as it became more and more popular and as he got later he always had his own home built PC and he was. You know, he had it was always souped into the tits and all that. But so he was always cool because he was playing all the games I wish I could play. Right. But I wasn't either. It was his computer or I wasn't old enough to play or whatever. But but yeah, he's definitely who got me into the majority of the first games that that I liked. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Declan, uh, I think maybe we'll touch on we'll touch on you next. What was your experience like? Um, well, gaming for me as a kid was interesting. I had uh, se- I'm going to say semi strict parents. They they really like to um, check in on my screen time, especially my dad. Um, so I didn't get much gaming done until I was about five or six, and uh, I was like begging Santa on my knees. I was like, "Dude, please give me a GameCube, please." Um, and at the time, I set the game with all of the characters, and I meant. Uh, Smash Bros. Melee, but I didn't know what it was called. <laughs> but instead, I got I got Mario Party uh, Six, I think. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, which is fine because I also got uh, Legends of the Wind Waker, which was my first game that I ever played. And um, kind of hopping off of what um, you said, Tully's dad, because that's just what I call you. Um, you guys get it. Tully's dad. <laughs> um, oh man, now I completely lost my train of thought. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. P- playing off what you said. Um, it was more of a feeling now than it was before. Um, just that sense of adventure when I was playing completely blind in a Legend of Zelda. And it was, it was a crazy experience for me. I think that's what hooked me initially. I was like, oh my god, I can go on an adventure and I, I don't have to um, have my hand being held in like the woods or something because I want to go do something else, but I'm not allowed to leave the house by myself, you know? <laughs> so I'm sitting playing it and I've, I've pretty much just uh, fell in love with it and that's why it's still my favorite game. Heavy nostalgia on that because... Um, I think if I played it now, I would think it was okay. <laughs> well, if I played Rat Race again, I guarantee you that game is ass, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like, seven-year-old me was like, this is the most amazing thing that's ever happened to me, right? You know? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I fucking... I feel that to the core. But I I didn't get much time to play. Um, it was usually, like, go outside, and then uh, eventually, later in the day, I'd be like, hey, can I play? And it was like... Uh, 75% chance it was a no, 25% chance it was a yes. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I did it when I could until my one of my uncles gave me um, their Game Boy Advanced with a copy of Pokemon Sapphire so I could play whenever I wanted. I just had to keep it on, on the DL. <laughs> so You had to do the, the classics, like sneak it under the pillow when your parents come to check on you at night? Exactly. But, um... I'm very grateful for that, and uh, that's how I got my first username ever. Um, it was Drake that my uncle gave me because I didn't know what to name my character. <laughs> but yeah, th- that was the fundamentals. Playing Pokemon, Sapphire, and uh, Legend of Zelda, Wind Waker, and then it kind of just grew into more things. I was never allowed to play uh, shooters until I asked my mom when I was like 13 or something. We finally played. I didn't want to play it either, like at the time, because I was like, my mom said it was bad, and you totally convinced me to go behind <laughs> I, her I back did. to play. 
I did. And I felt I forced horrible. You to play, I forced you to play Gears of War against your mother's wishes and against your will. And you had a blast. And now look at where you are. I had a blast, but I felt like if my mom ever found out, I would be dead. My pipe <laughs> would be hanging on the wall. Gears of so War. scared. Gears of War ripped, though. That was a great game. I had a lot oh, of... Oh, yeah, I had for a, sure. That was... We played the, the shit out of that game, Sully. I fucking love that game. Yeah. I remember the first time I ever watched you play Gears of War, you were playing multiplayer, and I didn't understand the concept of, like, talking to people through a headset, <laughs> and you were trying to explain it to me, but the way I understood it, you were playing as Cole, I thought that you were talking through your headset, and it was somehow, like, transforming your voice to sound like Cole, and everyone thought it was Cole talking. <laughs> how, how old, like, how old would seems... you have been? Uh, well, when did the... I think it was around the time the second Gears of War came out, so when did that come out? Gears of War 2. Gears of War 2 came out... Fuck, that game came out in 2006, so I would have been, like, 5 or 6. Damn, yeah. Wow. I definitely didn't play it that early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was definitely a little well, older. Now you're I just saving face. No, you time. played it. You were playing it. Listen, no. listen. <laughs> I don't have to cover. I don't have to cover for my anyone other than my dad here. If that's the case, I have like a hundred percent positive. I probably didn't play Gears of War till I was like maybe twelve. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, pro- I, I probably still had a copy laying around or something. Yeah. Because there was no digital then, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. For right. sure. Yeah. But, yeah, I didn't, you know, and how about you, Tully? I don't think I ever really limited your gaming, um, you know, maybe it was a limited a little bit in terms of the time, but, and some of the, some of the, you know, I don't think I even stopped you from playing shooters or anything like that. I wasn't too restrictive. I never have been a big fan of, you know, a lot of that stuff, I, but I do remember certain games you would be terrified to play. You'd watch me play, and you're like, "I'm never playing that game." And so that was oh, yeah. that was kind of how there... that was how I knew you wouldn't play video games that weren't appropriate for you because they would just scare the shit out of you. Because they freak me the fuck you, out. Yeah, and you'd turn them off. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so because uh... was it was it um, uh, what was the game. Resident Evil? Was well, there it, were was it Resident? There were yeah. two games. It was Resident Evil Five. It's the the opening cutscene in that game scared the shit out of me, and it scared me so bad I started to cry. And you were like, "Well, why are you just standing there? Stop watching the screen. You can leave the room." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay," and I left. And I had like terrible nightmares. Oh my god! But there was a there was a second a second time. Uh, it was uh, it was either God of War one or two, like the original two. So it was like you know, like hyper aggressive and boobs everywhere. And I remember I was, I was nervous to play because you, (laughs) sorry to rat you out on the air, but you told me not to tell mom you let me play. (laughs) (laughs) And I I felt really bad about lying to her. So I just stopped playing and never touched it again. Was that, we had uh, what was that a PS3 then? We had a PS3. Right. That would have been that like six month stretch where we had a PS3 before it died or something like that. Yeah, we had like a we had a 360, the, one of the original 360s oh, yeah. that died on us. Then you got a PS3, and then that died on us, and then we got another 360, yeah. and that I believe I I still have the one you got me to this day. Is that That's right? the one I still own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we actually went through three 360s with the Ring of Death thing. Yeah, you you probably weren't aware of it, but that thing fucking died on me all the time. 
And that's where no, I, I'm, I finally, I'm very finally, aware of it. finally gave up and was like, fine, we'll try PlayStation. The last, the last time it died on me was uh, I was playing it. I was playing Batman Arkham Asylum, and it died on me during the Poison Ivy level. I believe I mentioned that in the uh, Arkham Asylum episode, but yeah, that's like... One of my most one of my most memorable gaming experiences is having a console die on the <laughs> session. <laughs> yeah, because it it went red, right? The rings went red, yeah. and that was it. Well, it like the the console just crashed on me, and I was like, "What is happening? What what did I do to break this console?" <laughs> Dad's gonna be then, pissed. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh God, I didn't know. I don't know what I did. I played the game too good." <laughs> Speaking of which, um, I've never had any uh, red rings. I've never had a thing die out of me. They, I had the same 360 for six years. They yeah. managed to, with the the S models, I know they managed to fix that issue. Because yeah. I don't think, like, I mean, this I've had this 360 since, like, shit, 2010, 2011 maybe. So it's lasted me a good, like, 10, 11-ish years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had the uh, the original model, and I, I had it for the whole time. Hmm. Some, I, some I, people got lucky. So I suppose you'd have been way too young for the PS2, but I had a PS2 and you had to flip it upside down to play it at the end because mm-hmm. it was the disc was too heavy and so it wouldn't spin. But if you put it upside down, gravity pulled it the other way so the game would still spin. And so mm-hmm. you, that's the only way, you know, at the end, the only way I could play was just letting gravity help me do my gaming. Yeah, no. it's like... For cartridge-based systems, it was blowing, blowing into the cartridge. Yep. For PS2s, it was flipping it upside down. And uh, for the 360, it was just accepting the mortality of your shitty console. <laughs> yep. Nah, dude. Uh, as, as much as the GameCube raised me, so did the PS2. Um, my dad had one of those, but I was barely ever to play or barely ever able to play on it because he had a bunch of random games like Max Payne 2 and GTA that I could never touch. <laughs> I think my first experience with a PS2, Declan, was actually at your dad's house. I think we played Spider-Man 2, or I watched you play Spider-Man 2. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it was one of the, like, ten times I could play uh, in my lifetime. <laughs> yeah. You still have a PlayStation, but, don't you, Tyler? Yeah, I have, have a... A 3? I have, I have a 1 and a 3. I have a PlayStation 1 and a PlayStation 3. Declan has a PlayStation 2. Yeah, I have the slim model, though. I, I bought it so I could play Persona 3. Yeah. But um, I guess as far as, like, my, like, general uh, gaming experience goes, like, I mean, yeah, basically what you were saying, Dad, like, uh, my, like, my game time wasn't, like, super limited, and that was also helped by the fact that I didn't really have any friends in the neighborhood that were, like, my Damn. age. So, Rest in peace. I mean, yeah, but you and I didn't start <laughs> hanging out until, like, a little later, right? No, 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 I was just saying, rip my boy, I also didn't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, which is funny, because we lived, like, right down the street from each other, right? We just weren't aware of it. Dude, but that's yeah, a whole so, other like, tangent for another day, but go on. <laughs> But yeah, like most of my time was spent like for sure playing the 360 and the PS3. Um, and then at some point uh, you, I, I wish I could remember what the first game I ever played was. I, I genuinely couldn't tell you because like all the different consoles I had growing up were like jumbled, you know, it was like a, a 360, uh, a Nintendo DS. We had a Nintendo Wii at some point. 
the PS3, like all of those have just kind of like woven together as like one, like just one big like gaming as a child experience that mm-hmm. it's hard to pin down exactly what my first game was. But like for sure, some of my earliest memories are like, <laughs> weirdly enough, like watching my dad play games. Like I, I have a very vivid memory of watching you play the first Halo game or um uh like watching you play Gears of War and stuff like that like some those are probably some of my earliest memories is like watching people play games or like whenever my uncle Ryan would come over and he'd have his like his his SNES and he'd set it up and he'd play like Mario or Zelda or whatever yeah i remember that <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was taking a drink. I thought someone would fill in the silence there. Uh, speaking of the SNES, though, um, we I, I didn't have one myself um, up until later, but um, we had one in my grandparents' uh, cottage up north, and that is all I wanted to do. I got so good at Super Mario, or, uh, yeah, Super Mario World, Um and I know all the secrets, and I'm pretty sure if I really wanted to, I could get into the speedrunning spectrum, but probably, like, 400th place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, I um, I always wanted to do that, but then again, hey, we're up north, Declan, get off the game. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> Let's go swimming, I guess, Dad. <laughs> yeah, there's something about, like, the memorability of, like, Nintendo consoles in general, you know, like, like for me, it's the Wii or even, even like to a certain degree, like SNES games are just like, they're just so ingrained in my memory is like, like just like what I always assumed was like an obscure thing, but you kind of grow to learn like, oh, Nintendo is actually one of the biggest gaming companies of all time, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we didn't, I don't think, uh, I, to your point, I think Ryan did have a SNES and he was, that was him as a kid. I bet if you talk. It was all SNES, right? But for mm-hmm. I don't think we ever had one of those like when I was kind of in my prime Nintendo years. Um, and then we never actually we didn't own a Nintendo for a long time. Um, but I got I got chicken pox at you know whatever I was ten, eleven, twelve years old, something like that. And the one of the uh, positive things of getting chicken pox is we went to the local store and rented a Nintendo. And I'm pretty sure I played Zelda too. I can't remember if. Again, it's kind of one of those weird, vague, I know I remember it being awesome, and it was one of the best experiences of my life, and I was like, I'd get chicken pox all the time if you gave me a Nintendo. <laughs> if you gave me a Nintendo. Um, but I played I played Zelda, and it was amazing. I'm pretty sure it was 2, because 2 was, I was actually talking with Elijah. The side-scrolling one. Yeah, Elijah was talking about that. Yeah. And as he described it, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the side-scrolling one that people didn't like, but I yeah, loved no it. Yeah, no one liked it. Yeah. Because I loved it, because it was, you know, I get to play Nintendo all day long nobody said anything to me about it yeah and then we had um my buddy across the street derek had a a nintendo but his parents were hyper uh, aware of how much we played it so it was kind of like what you said declan we would ask and it was like a 90 percent chance it was a no Mm -hmm. and then a a 10 percent chance it was a yes but we played we played the original mario brothers just constantly i don't even know how we continue to do it you know, there's nothing different. <laughs> but right, we, yeah, we, exactly. We played the shit out of that thing. We It was Mario Brothers and uh, whatever came before MTV's um, 
Total Request Live. We would watch MTV and play, <laughs> and, and play Mario Brothers together for like a oh, half yeah. hour a day, and then there, his parents would kick us out, and that was the end of it. Mm. Sounds like my paradise. M- MTV I've... skaters and the Mario. Yeah, living the dream, man. I think there's a part of that though that kind of speaks to like what gaming is like as a kid. You know, like kind of like you were saying, like. You know, nothing changes about the original Mario Bros. It's always the same game, but you just play it over and over and over again. And I think part of that comes from, you know, the fact that you're a kid and you don't have your own, like, income. You don't have money to spend. Like, $10 to a fucking six-year-old kid might as well make you the Jeff Bezos of children, right? (laughs) True. And so, you know, not having, like, just this constant expendable income to just spend whatever on video games and you're relying on your parents to get you whatever like the newest or coolest shit is or like your friends happen to have like the newest PlayStation and you're going to go play Spider-Man or whatever like you know part of the fun about being a kid and playing games is just like being able to have like one game for a long stretch of time and that being it and just mastering that you know what I mean dude and it was even it, there was a lot of pressure when you were at GameStop or whatever. You had to pick the perfect game, otherwise you were gonna, yes, you're gonna be Those so were, fucked, dude. Like the pressure of having to pick the perfect game at GameStop and then nailing it on the first try is yeah. such a satisfying experience. Yeah, for real. Like when I when I was at GameStop and everything was on the line, I didn't really like Call of Duty games, and I picked up Black Ops Two. Oh, <laughs> it was like a shot in the dark, but it worked out. <laughs> Well, and in my case, it wasn't, their GameStop really didn't exist, right? So we went to the local whatever video store. And you Blockbuster. Could, you, yeah, <laughs> not even. It was, mm-hmm. you know, some hole-in-the-wall place we went to. I forget what it was called, like Dave's or something, right? And mm. and we, you, you, okay, you can rent two games, and this is going to be the only games you get for the next month, basically, and you're only going to have them for, like, three days. So if you fuck that mm-hmm. up, you get a shitty game. You're done, Mm -hmm. you know? (laughs) You can't go online and download whatever and, and, you know, the infinite choice we have now. Yeah. That's true. It's kind of weird to think about, Declan, how you and I kind of came into, like, a sort of, like, quasi-tail end of that era because, like, you know, like, GameStop, in a way, was kind of, like, the end of that era. Mm -hmm. But there were also, uh, like, there were services like Gamefly where they would send you the, like, the disc the game discs Dude. in the mail and you would play it that way yeah, we i had did, gamefly like, that was pretty dope gamefly was yeah, dope. yeah gamefly was fucking awesome yeah. i only had it for a month though so <laughs> yeah we might have. i was we, like we might have had it for a year or two or more i think didn't we tell oh yeah we had it for a long time yeah and i i played every game we got from gamefly because it was just so useful you know like i was blown away by the fact that they let you keep the games as long as you want and then you send them back and get more some of Mm -hmm. my favorite games from the 360 area era i played on uh through gamefly damn what 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 was that uh gaming magazine that was out when we were younger game informer yeah dude game informer i had i had a subscription on that for about like seven months my mom had it and then the Borderlands uh, 2 um, ad was on it. My dad saw me reading it. Oh, my God. And he was yeah. like, he was like, fuck that shit. That looks too violent. So had, they had to discontinue my uh, Game Informer thing. <laughs> I, Even I though think... I was already well into Gears of War with my mom's permission, I was like 13. They, I... My dad was like, yeah, no more Game Informer for you. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I played Borderlands 1. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I'm pretty sure uh, we still had a Game Informer subscription as recently as like six months ago. <laughs> oh yeah, I I still have like a shit. I for whatever reason I kept all the ones I had within like the last like two or three years, and it's it's weird to look back at them and you know see what what games had been coming out. But yeah, like it's Game Informer is actually what introduced me to Skyrim for the first time. I remember, Dad, you you were like, "Hey, you should read this article on this game. It looks it looks like something you'd be interested in." And I read the article and thought it was the dumbest shit I'd ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. I thought Skyrim looked stupid as shit, and then I played it, and now it's one of my favorite games of all time. So, yeah, man, yeah. The, the thoughts you have when you're a kid too about that kind of stuff. Did, yeah, for sure. Did Oblivion come before Skyrim or Skyrim? Yeah, before, I, yeah, okay. Because Oblivion I think it was... supremacy. I, I'm pretty sure that Oblivion was the one I played the most out of the two of them, and so that's probably why I recommended it to you. Like, hey, dude, this game's gonna be pretty fucking sick, and I and yeah. I, I do vaguely remember you being like, "Okay, Dad, <laughs> okay, Boomer, <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. Boomer." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Oblivion's way better than Skyrim in every way. Just saying. I, Shut the fuck up. I remember it that way, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, pro- they're both pieces of shit. No, but... not even, dude. Oblivion was good. I, ca- no. I, I can't even start another playthrough, but it's good. And I, Oblivion is ass. And actually, that reminds me, um, just thinking about early games you played, and you mentioned, what was it, Club Penguin? Is that what it was called? Mm, yeah. Yes. You, you fucking loved that so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I could just I as soon as you said it, I could uh, I could picture you at that desk just fucking <laughs> doing God knows what, talking to whoever who knows who you were talking to, right? You know? Flying around yeah, in the inner exactly. tube talking to child molesters. You know yeah, I mean? right. Speaking of Pizza Gate, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh yeah. I was talking sure. to Jeff Epstein on Club Penguin. <laughs> getting tickets to but the islands that's the other thing too man like early aughts flash games were also a huge part of gaming in my childhood oh man you know shit like Newgrounds and fucking cool math games and shit like that like just these random like backwoods piece of shit Dude. like yeah, you're, dumb, you're like, just stumbling 10 minute long internet. flash games yeah. Yeah. yeah that some like neckbeard made in 2004 like there's just something about there was something about that era of like early internet flash games that were it was something else man dude i was like like how i said i was a bit repressed in my gaming when i was younger the second i got a computer it was over there was no bringing it back <laughs> i was a was... <laughs> i was a saintly child i don't know if you remember uh tully in in oh, the I remember in the fourth grade i was top of my class i uh was like a, a mama's boy i you know i was super soft-spoken and nice to everyone i kind of am a, a little nice still either way um, <laughs> i was gonna say was to all these yeah. things <laughs> yeah yeah um but i started hanging out with you and yeah, uh I ruined you. i Good started job. failing Good all job. my classes yeah <laughs> and all I, I was only I'm concerned about who... games I'm the guy who introduced you to heroin and yeah, ruined your life. Yeah, yep. do it. Do heroin it. being uh, Gears of War. Come over here and <laughs> check out this PC. Yeah, I was like, hey, you see, see this? This is called Bush Shootout. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is a game where you play as George. Yeah. I swear to God, Dad, this is a real game. It was a Flash game called Bush Shootout, and it was a game where you are playing as George W. Bush 
in the White House, and the <laughs> Taliban are storming the White House, yeah, and you, you have, have to, to kill, kill the Taliban. It's George W. Bush. <laughs> These were the kinds of games we were playing yeah. in 2007. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, like we we finally met. We weren't, we weren't even in the same class. I don't even know. I, I think he just walked up to me at recess or some shit. And, like, probably we, we clicked, and then... Um, all of a sudden I started saying the fuck word and it was done. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, disclaimer. Uh, I, I didn't actually fail my classes. I graduated high school. Thank you very much. Congratulations. I barely graduated. And some of that is probably because of video games. Yeah. I didn't, still... gradu- I didn't graduate at all and it wasn't video games. Whoa. <laughs> That's why. That's why. That's us. why I didn't pay the, play the SNES because I was off in other areas, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I got a tablet for the first time when I was like fifteen, and um, actually no, just kidding. I was eighteen, and the first thing I looked up was porn. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like, it, it's like. That's not how is that video game? Related? No, 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 no. It, I, I'm saying like that's what happens when you're like you're repressed from like a very large thing like no internet no games everyone's talking about it and uh, i had some questionable questionable friends uh not you but like you know some (laughs) it was also me well yeah but like i'm talking like more uh like like worse off people than you know me and you um and they're like oh my god you gotta look this up and this up and i finally get this tablet i'm like all right well let's see what's up (laughs) Yeah, you gotta see what the hype is about. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a blank screen and open yep. to the, like literally everything, right? What are yep. you gonna do? What are yeah. you gonna do but try fucking weird shit? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Porn and Newgrounds, yep. hand in hand. That's all I'm saying. Well, there was porn on Newgrounds. Yeah, so it's exactly. Kind of killing two birds with one stone. No pun yeah. intended, right? Hand that's, in hand. That's what I mean. Too, right <laughs> yeah, <in there>. exactly. <laughs> but T- I guess Tank Man that, killed me. That 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 kind of leads into a good question, uh, Dad. Like. What was, I I mean, obviously Declan and I grew up in like the internet era, so we had a much easier access to, you know, like, like, like gaming news and tutorials and shit like that. What was it like to, you know, grow up in an area where it wasn't like, how did you learn about new games or, um, or just like, like, is it really... Dude, I guess yeah. Informer, I guess that, I guess that's my question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it pretty much was word of mouth. And to your point, you know, I had a I had a friend across the street who had a Nintendo, and then I can remember the first uh, group of friends that got Xboxes, and so we'd all get together with our Xboxes. And if you knew, oh yeah, this person has Halo, that person has Halo, and you'd get together and plug in and play Halo. Um, but it really was just. I discovered a PlayStation because I went to a kid's house and he had a PlayStation. He was like, check this out. Uh, I had a friend who got a Dreamcast. And so we played we played the shit out of the Dreamcast. I think there was an NFL 2K game. Um, the, first, <laughs> the first one came out on a Dreamcast. And it was amazing. It was the most incredible thing I think I had ever seen, right? I had never played a football game with such graphics and controls. And, I mean, it blew my mind back, you know. So... So it really was just who you knew, who had what. Um, you know, I don't think I ever played an Atari until I was much, much older. 
because I didn't, you know, nobody that I went to their house had, had an Atari, right? You know, so. You wanted um, one so bad though, apparently. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, it was, it really was just, and then, like I said, we went to, there were a handful of video stores, Blockbuster being one of them. Family Video wasn't around yet, but there were like just these little places, like in the grocery store, you could rent video games. And that's so we would, it was like, uh, like going into GameStop basically, right? You know, like, holy shit, what am I? I got to pick a game. This is going to be uh, amazing or terrible, but either way, it's probably going to be pretty, pretty great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's so crazy to think about, like, this is going to be some, like, fucking young kids don't know what the fuck they're talking about shit. But, oh, my like, God. It's, I almost, like, I part of me wishes I kind of grew up in an era where it was, like, it just wasn't easily accessible to learn anything and everything about video games. Because I would just want to experience for the first time, you know, like, walking into a store and discovering some new, like, like the the best game all of a sudden that's out right now and it's just in the store right in front of you and you'd never heard of it but you fucking you pick it up and you play it and it's the greatest thing you've ever played you know like there's Mm -hmm. like there's something at least in my opinion that has kind of lost the magic as far as video game video games go because like it's it's so easily accessible to just like you know somebody happens to say something about a video game that's coming out and within two seconds IGN and Kotaku have six articles about it. Yeah. You know? But, you know, back like back when you were growing up, Dad, it was like you either like you knew the right people or you just happened to like walk into the right store at the right time and it was all over from there, you know? Yeah. I mean I remember I mean we were so my dad owned a business and I spent a lot of time there and they had they they got internet for the first time in you know 1994 or something like that something pretty early and literally nobody I knew had the internet and I would the and it was only at the secretary's desk so I can remember I when she wasn't there I would sneak on her computer I would log in and it <laughs> and it did that stupid AOL we you know oh, yeah like you know, the like, dial up yeah modem. the dial up modem and yep. and like God only knew what trouble I was going to get into you know but it was amazing because nobody around me had this thing i was the only one i knew who had it and you can't have Mm -hmm. that now to your point you know as soon as it's on the internet you get a million a million people that you know you can find whatever niche or whatever fetish you've got you can go find that Uh corner of the internet it wasn't like that when i was a kid that's for sure you just it was it was it was pretty incredible yeah um i i kind of had a well i mean me and you um totally kind of had a taste of both worlds at this point um, because I had no idea what uh, Gears was when I came over, and yeah, uh, that's true. My, my dad took me to Family Video to rent games and movies. Uh, usually it was movies, and I had to beg him to go through the game section with me. Uh, but you know, and I would just see new things like that too. But then also we were in the information era as well. Um, but you look at like the older gen not knowing um like anything when it comes to newer uh movements and technology to my younger brothers having a tv in the room and both having a tablet to watch spider-man and elsa getting knocked up on youtube so you know (laughs) yeah it's it's weird you know it's like super contrasted yeah like declan you and i in a way like just barely caught the tail end of that like like the real boom in the information age where it was like 
you know, at least in, in my area of expertise, like I had an access to the computer, but I didn't always know where to look for that kind of thing. You know, right. like I wasn't, I wasn't aware of like fucking IGN or Kotaku, right? I was just on YouTube and then whatever, like fucking Minecraft gaming video popped <laughs> up, I would just like watch that and just like drool would drip from my mouth as I like stare at this fucking screen for hours, not knowing what the fuck I was doing with my life. But like, it, it was like just barely catching the tail end of that where like you didn't always know everything but you kind of knew just enough to skirt along you know Mm -hmm. and it was i don't know it's like it's very weird like kind of feeling like the last generation to like in a way not have just this infinite wealth of knowledge like immediately from when you're born you know yeah i remember with youtube we uh we used to watch Ghost Girl videos, and then also, I remember vividly um, this CS:GO music video we watched, but we didn't know <laughs> we didn't know it was CS:GO. Yep. Uh huh. It was kind of just yeah, you know, stickmen doing whatever, but uh, it, CS:GO was booming. We didn't know about it. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, wait, it was just before. Before it, I forget, too, sorry to interrupt. Esports slaps, okay? And Tully was right. Thank I don't you. think we sports deserves <laughs> great you. a, a Gotti award. You. I gotta get that in to this podcast no. here. This no, is my only with that. We there. can we can end the episode. We can end the podcast. <laughs> That'll be the last thing we ever talk about. My dad agrees with me. We're all done. <laughs> yeah, okay. If we had more listeners, I'd start up a poll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's, ask, let's ask Elijah. He'll kill come out. Oh my god. Yeah. I could oh fire him god, though, so yes. he's gonna He's gonna side with mm-hmm. me. Come on, Elijah. We're we're close, right? I I've read both your emails before <laughs> Telly did. <laughs> hey. You can't. Don't fucking levy Elijah against us. You're it's not Wii Sports. It can't be Wii Sports. It can be. My my sixty something year old uncle bought a Wii because of that game. Oh my god. Yeah, the imp- but that the, the you impact can talk on, up and down. The about impact how on gaming alone. Yeah, yes. They, so it, Thank you. it has to be in the GOAT status level at that point. Like, I, I'm just saying, I don't think it contends for um, greatest game of all time stacked up against actual hard work put in to, like, long scripted titles that people sweated over when Wii Sports is a tech demo. But how... Minecraft isn't scripted. Yeah, but how much did that game... Yeah, Minecraft is crazy, dude. That game propelled video games forward so far that it, it just ha- Thank you. it just has to be in the conversation i i be. get that it it can be in the conversation but i don't think it stacks up and i already made my piece i've already talked telly down so bang muscles exposed. you never talked me down i had to concede because that episode never would have ended <laughs> that's true <laughs> but i was willing to fight more <laughs> if i if i have to go to war i will i will crush the roman empire to to crown america to crown will sports as the final victor oh my god it, it'll never it'll never work and this episode's gonna keep going on forever if we do it again too so i still win <laughs> <laughs> whatever you're full of shit one day we'll return to this no it'll be there a whole will be episode a quick save. there will be a quick save where we i'm calling it now there will be a quick save where we do a 
a structured debate where we each bring points and counterpoints and we will do a poll amongst our listeners <laughs> where they vote as to whether or not Wii Sports is the greatest video game of all time or not. All right, let's five let's wait five years and then we'll have ten viewers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I know I think I know all of your listeners now, so I'll just strong arm them to vote my way. Anyways, I, that's pretty much all I gotta say on nostalgia. Yeah, I think, you know, I think they're like, as much as I can appreciate like the time I live in now, you know, as someone who collects video games and basically just has unlimited access to whatever they want to play, you know, like that's great and all, but there's like there's something about being a kid and just kind of you know having that limited cone of vision as far as video games go, like it's. Like, there's something about, like, I don't know. It's just, it's hard to beat that sort of nostalgia, you know? Yeah, you're always chasing what eight-year-old you felt that first time you play a game. That's what you're, every game is what you're, that's what you're looking for. Yeah. It's because I'm so depressed now that I keep chasing that high from childhood. (laughs) I have to worry about anything. Yeah, like, nothing, nothing will ever beat that first Skyrim playthrough or that first Oblivion playthrough or that first, that first Rat Race playthrough. I wake up and stare into the abyss as I think about my, my old childhood memories. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh... Like, like just that cloud of, of ignorance that is childhood. Yeah. Yeah. That's depressing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a good way to to move on to nice <laughs> nice um all right well um are we gonna do um the listener question this time yeah we're gonna do we're gonna do our listener question all right so this is uh this is another question from elijah uh and i thought i thought this would be a good episode since uh my dad is on and who better to answer Elijah's question than my father. Uh, but Elijah says, hello, Tully and Declan. I apologize for my last email, not having the official Nintendo seal of approval to make up for it. Uh, and to count for this one, I have attached it twice, which is above and beyond. That's, it's pretty great. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, he's yeah, seriously. He says, uh, I have been working to catch up on the rest of the series. As of writing this, I am listening to the Castle Crashers episode. Good episode, by the way. Yeah, our best uh, one. And came up with another question. My first question relates to how much both of you enjoyed the Doom 2016, ga- 2016 game. So I think we can start off with that question first. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dad, I don't think you played this one, did you? I have not. Okay. Yeah, well, loser. I highly recommend that you do because that game, oh, oh, oh. that game, fucking bumps. Yeah, it's really that good. game is the shit, and it might be the new Doom remake is one of my favorite video games of all time. That game is so fucking good. The only issue is that um, after the episode, we saw each other's play times, and I played it in like eight hours, and you did it in like twenty eight. I played it. Yeah, I played for like twenty hours. And I was like, you were like, you only played that long, and I was like, yeah. I mean, I just played as much as I did. <laughs> Beat it. Yeah, so, I just tried to do everything in that game. Yeah, man, oh, that game is so fucking good. Yeah, it is really good. Uh, but but we can't get bogged down on that one again. <laughs> um. Uh, the email continues and says, uh, what other game would you love to see get the remake treatment, a la Doom or Final Fantasy VII Remake? 
I know Declan's answer will be Harry Potter Quidditch Cup. What other games would make a great remake on modern consoles? I'll be caught up soon, but so far it has been really cool to listen to you continuously improve your podcast as you go. Keep up the good work, you two. Thank you, Elijah. All right. So, Declan, do you want to go first? Um, I, I honestly don't know. I've been thinking about it ever since I saw the email, which is earlier today. That's when it came in. Um, but I, I don't know. So you go first, and I'll try and think of something. So, uh, I don't know. It's such a tough question because it's like you know you have this like perfect image of your head of like what the perfect video game would be like but how do you translate that from something old uh but my first instinct is something like uh like an earlier final fantasy game that isn't seven like six Mm -hmm. specifically came to mind or uh three in america uh but i feel like i don't know something i feel like if they did like more final fantasy games like final fantasy 7 remake it could be like it could really do something for those older games that kind of don't get as much love as i think they maybe should i don't think they should do that to be honest um this is kind of getting into territory for whenever we eventually do a final fantasy 7 remake episode so i'm going to keep it brief but uh i'm not very happy that it's not turn-based all right, that's fair. And I, th- I think now that they have this engine, it's they're never going to do a turn-based game ever again. It's all going to be the same for now. So um, I, w- I was a little upset that that happened. I didn't let it stop me from playing it. I still think it's good. But um, mm-hmm. I'm upset that uh, pretty much every single game going forward from them is going to be all in that action um, style. Yeah, I can, I can respect that for sure. Because most of my favorite games, well... M- m- Every single JRPG I play that I really like are um, turn-based, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, I can do strategy and stuff. I just and they're obviously not going for like the same one-to-one ratio for FF7 to FF7 remake, but you know, you get yeah, my point for sure. But right, uh, what uh, were, what were you saying? Uh, I was going to say another one that came to mind uh, is the original Zelda. Mm. So when, specifically in this way, uh, before Breath of the Wild came out, they created a a tech demo with uh, the original Zelda game, but it had like a sort of Breath of the Wild-esque engine. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it was like the top-down like 2D style of the original Zelda, but it had like like a sort of like quasi physics engine and i would love to see like a full fleshed out game like that that'd be so fucking cool yeah like bringing in elements from the uh older title yeah exactly yeah i can see i really hope i really hope nintendo does something with that in the future because it was such an interesting idea i thought you know i could go for i think what um an earthbound remake that would be cool. I mean, Earthbound, new Earthbound stuff in general, I think. Yeah, for really real. Uh, there, there's actually fan stuff going on for Mother 4. Um, that, that's pretty dope. Yeah, they're, like a bunch of fans are coming together to make it, and it's apparently really true to form. So I'm excited to see what happens with that, but um, new Earthbound official stuff would be cool, especially a remake of uh, Mother 2. Mm-hmm. All right, Dad, what about you? Yeah, I've been, I've been thinking about it. 
quite a bit. I don't know that I have a great answer, but one of the games that I always enjoy every time there's like a new iteration or a new kind of uh, look into what the game is is Pac-Man. I love Pac-Man. I could play mm, Pac-Man. Oh yeah. um, all the most recent versions of it, you know, with uh, different different uh, looks at it and the different twists and, and ways that they execute it. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, it's just, I love that game. It can be infinite. There's just infinite ideas or ways that you could chase pellets, basically. So, um, yeah. that's... that's uh, you and I... I love that game. You and I played the shit out of Pac-Man Championship Edition yep. on the 360. Yep. That game was fucking cool. I mean, you just race balls to the walls and just fucking go, you know? Yeah, and, like, all the, like, cool, like, the visual elements they include, like, whenever you eat one of the big pellets, like, the, the screen, like, warps. Yep, for sure. And so you just think about, okay, what, take that into VR, right? What's, what are they going to do with Pac-Man oh in VR? Oh, my God. You know, like, that so. That would be fucking cool. So, like, something like that, that's that's probably what I would, why I would say, something along those lines. Are you a big Tetris fan, Dad? Uh, you know, a little bit. It was, uh, I've had stretches where I played quite a bit of Tetris, um. I think when we have you should look, you should look into Tetris Effect because Tetris Effect is kind of the same lines of like the like the really interesting visual elements of uh, Pac-Man Championship Edition. Sure. Like I I think you would really like that. It's really cool. Yeah, I'll check it out. Shoot Tetris ninety nine, the Battle Royale version. Um, that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. That's I, I just wanted to bring that up too. Uh, the thing that pa- the Pac-Man stuff like pretty much completely aligns with tetris they do like the same shit like they yeah they for sure they keep like i've noticed a trend they keep bringing out new and new content for like random different spinoffs so tetris and pac-man are doing like the same thing you know dude a, a pac-man battle royale game would kick fucking ass they have the mario one that's yeah, discontinued well, they don't anymore they yeah. Took it down, yeah. <laughs> but fucking a pac-man battle royale game would be fucking awesome i'd play the shit out of that yeah but uh, thanks for the listener question, Elijah. So long as we're done. <laughs> yeah, that. yeah, for sure. Shouts to Elijah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to him. Keep sending us listener questions. I enjoy it. Yeah, we love hearing from you. When's Thor uh, coming back too? We need Thor. Yeah, to I have no idea. We haven't heard. Yeah, from Thor we in a haven't long heard time. from Thor in a long time. Thor, if you're still listening, please let us know you're alive. It's been so it. long. Yeah. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, that I is believe. the show. Yeah. So if you, if you would like to send in a, uh, a listener question, uh, you can send that to our email at call a safe point podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we also have a Twitter where, you know, we'll announce, um, like updates for the show or we post when new episodes go up. So I highly recommend you give that a follow. Uh, that's at call a save point. And uh, don't forget to leave a, a review on uh, Apple Podcasts. Is this the part where I threaten everyone? I mean, if you really want to. Or tell us all you're all depressed again. Yeah. Dad, do you want to threaten our listeners, or do you want to tell them you're depressed? Declan, I'll Now's fuck a good shit time. up. We'll fuck your shit up. <laughs> yeah, I'll come to your house, your doorstep. <laughs> I will dox you, find your address. I will break your shins in. With a with a crowbar, I'm gonna be dual wielding crowbar and an iron pipe. I'm gonna break your shit in, and then I'm gonna leave you alive. I'm pretty scared, actually. (laughs) I'm gonna leave you alive to bleed out right at your doorstep, and I'm gonna I'm gonna call nine one one for you, and then run away from the scene. And as soon as they take you in, 
just uh, you you can be kind enough to give us a shout out there. Give the give the police. <laughs> yeah, the give the police us <laughs> our <laughs> yeah. Your final words. Yeah, just 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 make sure your money to call a save point. Just make sure when you're on your deathbed and you tell your your loved ones and your family um, to to redo your mistake and actually edit the <laughs> the review to give us five stars. Thank you. That's Jesus it. Christ. <laughs> Oh, but boy. yeah, leave us a five-star right. rating. That would be really cool. <laughs> oh my god. I think I'm I think I'm done uh threatening the audience though. I think that's probably the last <laughs> one. So don't get used to that ever being back. We can just tell the listeners too that we cut out a bunch too, right? Yeah, it's the short version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. This this podcast would be two hours if we left it all in. Yeah, there's more pizza <laughs> bit. There's more pizza yeah. bit than you heard. <laughs> yeah, we did oh a God. we did two episodes, one on Pizzagate and one Call of Save Point episode. <laughs> Which one are you listening to? You'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a, a clever ruse to disguise this Call of Save Point episode as a, a Pizzagate conspiracy. That's what's up, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, right. I don't know if Jeff Bezos has any. <laughs> any... There's no allegations being said here. We don't know anything. That's it. I think we're in the clear. I don't think Jeff Bezos is going to be upset that we slandered him on our podcast. Jeff Bezos, we do take bribes. I think Jeff Bezos <laughs> has bigger fish to fry. Jeff Bezos, <laughs> Jeff Bezos eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, go rate us uh, on... Apple Podcasts, rate us whatever you want, Five and stars. Uh, let everybody know that uh, Jeff Bezos can eat a dick. <laughs> Specifically put that in the review. This podcast is great. I love listening to it. Jeff Bezos can eat a dick. I'll take a four star, but anything lower than that. <laughs> so that's that's two calls to action. Every listener question has to be signed with the Nintendo seal of approval, and you have to sign your listener uh, review as... Uh, or you have to sign it with Jeff Bezos, eat a dick. The first one's more important than the second one. I don't, I don't know if we should. I don't know if we should do that one. <laughs> no, I think it's a great I, idea. I think they're both great ideas, and I think, I think if we get enough listeners, no I think Jeff Bezos might take our advice. Yeah, he, he'll, he'll get the joke. Or he'll, he'll come on the show yeah. and be really mad about it. That's fine. He'll do his like weird fucking like Lex Luthor laugh. And then he'll eat a dick. If we ever do a yes. Mark Zucker, if, if we ever have Mark Zuckerberg on our show, we have to do it on camera so we could see his weird would, robot lizard face. I, Declan, I would, uh, I would rather you perform the threat uh, to our listeners on my person than have Mark Zuckerberg on our podcast, think... or just talk to Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> in general. There's, I would, you'll, you, I, I, you'll be sick one week, and I'll bring him back with Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> If you bring Mark Zuckerberg on our podcast, I will delete all history of it from the internet. <laughs> our podcast will never have existed if Mark Zuckerberg touches this podcast. What are you oh talking God. about? Tech leaders, come on board. You've obviously this is an <laughs> no. exploding. Yeah. Listen, I, th- I think it'd be Bezos, really funny and we could make fun Jeff of him Bezos, all the time. I could I could fuck with Jeff Bezos being on the podcast. Even Elon Musk, even though that would completely destroy our listener base with neckbeards. But Mark, Zuck- Mark Zuckerberg is where I draw the line. I'm not talking to that motherfucker about how he smokes his stupid meats or his weird <laughs> lizard blank. It would be funny. 
fuck Mark Zuckerberg. Okay, <laughs> fuck, that's fine. fuck Jeff Bezos. He can eat a dick, but fuck Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool sign. <laughs> Tangent. Uh, anyway, it's a it's a great way to end our show. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Peace.